hello and welcome to the Relove Podcast. I'm Dr. Ezzy Spencer, best-selling author and coach, and I believe that love is the language of the universe. I believe we're here to dissolve blocks to love. And this podcast is for those of us who wish to open our hearts to love even more. Welcome to this episode, which is on how to keep the hope alive when you're dating. What I mean is the hope for love, like is love possible for you? So this is often what is underneath um, the question when my clients ask me, it's like, how do I deal with this? Like, how do I stay positive? Really what's happening there for them is a, a doubt at the core of their being that actually love is possible for them, the kind of deep love that their heart is yearning for because it's just not shaping up in the way that their minds wanted it to or in the way that their heart deeply feels is possible for them. So in this episode, I will walk you through some ways to keep the hope alive because of course, yes, love is possible for you if you have a desire for it in your heart, love and partnership and healthy relating, you know, that next level intimacy, which you are dreaming of, then yes, absolutely. That is possible for you to create, but it's just going to potentially be a little bit of a journey to get there. And if you can keep that hope alive for, for yourself, if you can keep that fire of hope burning inside of your heart, then you are going to be able to create this for yourself. You'll be able to co-create this with somebody else. You will be able to do it and it is possible for you, but keeping that fire of hope burning in your heart can be really, really, really hard. Like, let's not pretend that it's going to be anything other than challenging in times when you are dating someone that you really like and you're feeling really positive and you're allowing yourself to get really excited about it and maybe telling your friends and then something happens, you get blindsided. You know, it turns out that they're not, you know, fully on the same page or available for what it is that you desire. Or, you and most likely them come up against a frequency fence, like an energetic frequency fence, meaning that you're about to move from your familiarity zone into your growth zone. And your familiarity zone is another word for the comfort zone, right? Because as we all know, like the comfort zone is actually not all that comfortable, especially when you've outgrown it and you're ready to move on um, and expand and go deeper and um you know, but that's what I mean by the familiarity zone. So when you come up against the edges of your familiarity zone and you're stepping into the growth zone, what's happening there is that you're moving into the unknown. And we know that the mind doesn't like the unknown. In fact, the mind will do anything to avoid the unknown. That's the mind's way of keeping us safe. <laughs> but of course, if what you want to create is a love which is beyond that which you've ever known or which has ever been modeled for you, if you want to go into a really beautiful, deep and fulfilling connection, intimacy with someone else, that is the unknown, right? So you do um, need to find a way to move beyond the mind and come into the unknown because that's the only place where you're going to be able to create what your heart desires. It's terrible, terrible, terrible for the mind. 
you've got to have a little bit of humor about it, right? Because the mind is going to create any kind of story or narrative or situation that it can in order to keep you in your familiarity zone. So when you're doing this in relationship with somebody else and they're going through their own experience, right? You know, whatever their familiarity zone is, whatever their growth zone is, their mind is also turning uh, tricks and pirouettes and distortions to try to keep them um, in their familiarity zone. So when you've got your mind coming up against their mind and you've got a clash of minds and familiarity zones um, and minds, you know, trying to keep in the familiarity zone, then you have got, um, you know, an inevitable stress point. And what can often happen is that it's just too much, right? The intensity of that is too much and you can't resolve it or you can't resolve it in a way that's going to really allow you both to expand into where you want to go. Um, and so when that happens, of course, that can feel extremely um, distressing, right? And then your mind can start to bring you down into this spiral of, is love possible for me? Is this really just too hard? Like, can I go through this again? Like, how many more knocks do I need to have um, before I actually give up and just tell myself that my life is good as it is. Or if you're doing this in the context of a relationship, oftentimes the mind can be like, Hey, you know, where we've got to in terms of this particular relationship is good enough, right? You know, we are, um, ticking most of the boxes here. Life is pretty good. I'll just settle for what it is that we have here. And that could be totally fine, but The issue is, is that on a deeper level, if your heart is craving something more, you know, you will uh, build up resentment, you'll build up um, some energy, you'll build up some emotion and it will come out down the track. So all of this is to say that it is actually possible for you to create what it is that your heart desires. And again, coming back into the underlying principle of that is to keep that fire of hope alive inside of your own heart is the way to be able to do it. Okay. So how do you do that? How do you do it? How do you keep the fire of hope alive in your heart, even though it is hard? First thing is to reframe love from being this really big deal thing, all caps. Okay. This might sound a little counterintuitive because of course, if you are wanting to create love in your life, you do want it to be a priority and you do want to be saying that this is something that's important for you, of course. But what I'm really getting at here is that you can do all of that whilst also taking the pressure off it. So one of the common areas that I see with my clients is that, you know, they've got a a bit of a mental fantasy, even though they don't really like to admit it out loud, you know, but a little bit of a fantasy that love is sort of this grand kind of opera. Um, and they've got this incredible, you know, soulmate or beloved or king who's like going to trumpet on into their lives, you know, and, um, and play the part, you know, in this incredible, you know, story music crescendo. Um, and I'm laughing, you know, cause I mean, hello, I, I definitely know this one from the inside out. 
So the the issue with that is that it starts to become something that you're putting a lot of pressure on and you're putting a lot of pressure on every single person that you're meeting up with for coffee or chatting with on a FaceTime if you've connected on the apps or, you know, someone in your life that you're interested in sort of exploring with a little bit. Even if you're not saying it out loud, if you're kind of carrying this mental or internal pressure about, you know, your big grand love affair and the, you know, the big grand role that your, um, you know, leading person is going to play for you in this love affair. It's like that kind of pressure can be felt by the other person, even if they can't really articulate what it is that they're feeling, they can just feel something a little bit intense or a bit off and they're probably going to lean back. Right. You know, and so that's not going to, you know, make you feel good and yummy and delicious, particularly if you like that person, particularly if that person might actually be a contender for you. Right. So invitation is then to take off that internal pressure and instead replace this with a simple affirmation or a simple mantra. You can even just write this on a post-it note and have it on your bedside table or on your bathroom mirror. Love is inevitable for me, right? Love is inevitable for me. It's just really the natural order of things, right? You know, when I relax, when I flow, you know, when I can hold it lightly. So not forget about it, not relegate it to the fifth priority whilst you focus on work and friends or whatever, but still have love and creating love there as a priority in your life. But when you can hold it lightly, you know, when you can have it present in your life, like even present as a reminder on the bathroom mirror, you know, when you, when you get up in the morning, so it's there, your mind's aware of it, but you're bringing this sense of ease and lightness to it, right? Love is inevitable for me, you know? It just has such a beautiful, gentle, flowing energy. And that kind of energy is going to be really magnetic to others. And so that's then going to start to give you, in turn, the kind of external evidence. You'll start to build up more experiences in your life that love is actually inevitable for you, right? Because look at how all these people are starting to respond to you. Look at all this inbound attention. Start to see how easy it is. Start to see how others pursue you. So invitation is to actually notice when all of that starts to happen as well and celebrate that and continue just to come back to this simple affirmation that love is inevitable for you and really relax back into that energy of inevitability. So that's the first way to keep that fire of hope alive in your heart. You're the one striking the match, right? On this one, even just taking the time right now to get a post-it note and write down, love is inevitable for me. That's you striking the match. So before you strike the match, there is no fire, right? In you striking the match, in you writing this on a post-it note, you are creating the fire. You are kindling your own fire of hope in your heart, right? You have the power to do that. So rather than looking externally to be like, where's the fire? Where's the fire? Where's the fire of hope? Take the time now to like take the very simple action of striking the match. Start the fire. Write that on a post-it note now and put it on your bathroom window. <laughs> bathroom window. It's a window to the universe. A window to your soul. Love is inevitable for me. That's the first way to spark that fire of hope in your heart. Okay, second way to keep that fire of hope burning in your heart is to make a commitment to the growth mindset. And 
If you're not already familiar with the growth mindset, it is an incredible um, uh, theory, very simple theory to explore. It's by Carol Dweck. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you are familiar with the growth mindset. It is uh, really worth revisiting, though, in the context of love. And, you know, just to to recap, and if you are interested in this or you haven't explored this before, I invite you to, you know, go out and familiarize yourself with it. The growth mindset will absolutely change your life, particularly if you are someone who identifies as very high functioning. You know, if you tend to be the one that people turn to because you always have the answer and you tend to shoulder more of the load in terms of, you know, emotional labor or taking over responsibility for tasks and that type of thing, they this, these can all be symptoms of uh, of someone who is um, going to benefit from the growth mindset. Someone with the fixed mind- mindset is like someone who would think in love, like, I'm just not that kind of person, right? Like, I'm not the kind of person where love comes easily. I'm really bad at flirting, you know. I am someone who just never has luck in love, you know. Someone with a fixed mindset looks at their current experience and then they look backwards at their past experience and they collect uh, data as evidence for the fact that actually, you know, it's not possible. (laughs) And they're doomed. They're absolutely hopeless at this. So you know what? They should just give up. You know, that's the attitude of someone with a fixed mindset. So the growth mindset, right, is going to actually take you into your place of power, right? And so the growth mindset is like, you know what? Like I'm a real dud at dating. You know, I seem to be a real clanger with the flirts. You know, no one writes back to me on the app. Maybe that's because, you know, the dating apps are stupid and all guys suck or whatever gender you're into. Maybe you can learn some skills and actually start to have some fun with the flirting and the banter. This is what we do in the Relove program, by the way. So I help women go from asking questions which just end up getting them no response or end up getting these really like flatline sort of responses, then eventually the you know situation peters out of, to showing up in a really fun, lighthearted, flirty way and getting amazing responses. So usually I can help a woman turn this around in about 10 minutes in terms of the skills aspect, right? There's another element which sits underneath that. And a 10 minute skill turnaround usually works or a woman is able to implement that because we have attended to what is underneath the surface, which is actually, you know, the bulk of the Relove program. And you can imagine this a little bit like an iceberg, like the tip of the iceberg is the equivalent of the skills. And then what's actually underneath the surface is where the real energetic static or the energetic baggage or emotional baggage is going on. And you can approach this from two different angles. You can come at it in terms of purely skills, which is the tip of the iceberg. And that can be a great place to start almost as a tester. Like, okay, can I just adapt and change some skills up here? Because you can totally learn skills. Like skills are the easy part. But if you are finding that it's difficult for you to be able to A, learn or then B, apply the skills that you've learned, that is an indicator that we need to go much deeper and attend to what's um, underneath the, the surface of the water, right? And that also can be done quite rapidly 
in a very efficient process, but you can't get continued results on the tip of the iceberg if you have something countervailing running in the part of the iceberg, the bulk of the iceberg underneath the surface. You can apply the growth mindset to both of those things. Very, very easy to learn skills. And it's also surprisingly easy, you know, in the right situation, the right container, the right approach to be able to address what is preventing you from showing up in your natural essence and just naturally magnetizing towards you the kind of people that are going to be a really good fit and match for you. All right. So growth mindset, (laughs) everything is possible. And here's the thing about the growth mindset. It's like really easy to apply the growth mindset in your life when things are going well. It's like, yeah, awesome. Great. I've met someone. We're going really well. You know, I've never been such an incredible connection with such an incredible person before. Like everything's flowing. Everything's great. Gold star, gold star. And yes, yes, yes. That's all. That's all true. You know, but then when things hit the skids, right, then when the train comes off the tracks, like that's the moment to double down on the growth mindset. And that's actually the moment I find that my clients just flick back into the default fixed mindset, right? And that's where the mind takes the grip and you start to spiral down into thinking, my God, like love is never actually really possible for me. You know, it's not actually going to happen for me. How do I keep the hope alive? You know, and there's some of that poor me thinking coming again. And The invitation is never to beat yourself up for that, by the way. Invitation is whenever you find yourself in that fixed mindset or in that kind of thinking, it's like always be kind with yourself. You know, self-compassion is actually the answer there, right? It's not like, oh no, I failed. (laughs) This is part of the growth mindset. You know, it's like, it's just noticing that you fell back into the fixed mindset and then doubling down on the growth mindset and knowing that the double down is going to feel really, really hard exactly when you experience a setback or a challenge. And that's the exact moment that the growth mindset is going to support you to move past the familiarity zone and help you to move into the unknown. And of course, the unknown is your future. You know, you're un- the unknown is where your dreams will actually come true, right? Because you're going to actively be the participant in co-creating that new reality for yourself. Okay. And if you don't know how to do that, I invite you to check out the Relove program because this is exactly what we do. This is the step by step. We take you through how to be able to move into the growth mindset, particularly when you experience challenge and then what to do when you get into the growth zone. But how, you know, how do I end up creating love? I've got the curriculum there for you in Relabs. So please do reach out if you are interested in discovering more about the Relab program. We are enrolling again in September and the June group sold out. So if you are interested, then please do get in touch. Alrighty, to recap, if you have the desire for love in your heart, then it's absolutely possible for you. And the way for you to keep the hope alive is to really spark that fire of hope in your own heart. And the ways to do that is to firstly reframe love from being this really big deal, you know, the all caps big deal, and come back into this more restful, gentle, easeful, and magnetic energy that love is inevitable for you. And a really easy way to do that is like grab your post-it notes, 
and put it on your bathroom cabinet or at least write this down somewhere where you can keep it in plain view. The words can be a trigger to come back into this feeling that love is actually inevitable for you. And then secondly, apply the growth mindset to dating, especially when there has been a setback or challenge. So one thing actually I didn't mention earlier is that there is a podcast episode called Wheels of Love. If you haven't listened to that one, go back in the Relove podcast archives and listen to it. It's one of the first podcast episodes and it is really helpful for you to make a little self-diagnostic as to where you are on the wheel of love and where you get stuck on the wheel of love and double down on that commitment to growth. So double down on the commitment to just continue to keep moving around the wheel of love, but know that there may be a little bit of inner work for you to do. If you find that you keep coming up against the same block. So for example, in dating, you just keep on having uh, conversations fizzle out on the dating apps or after physical intimacy, there's a inevitable kind of breakdown. You know, you end up feeling like extremely worried or nervous or stressed, which by the way, is like totally normal, like self-compassion, self-compassion, you know, but if you're finding that, you know, the train comes off the tracks for you when you have sex, you know, in a relationship or when physical intimacy starts to be something that's happening in a relationship, then the invitation is to see, okay, there's a block for me there on that, on the love wheel, on wheel two which is around physical intimacy, that fifth uh, step there on wheel two. Okay, I'm going to do some inner work around that. So rather than just like continuing to just get stuck over and over again, like get help, get help and actually attend to what it is that's preventing you from moving past that. Part of the growth mindset is like recognizing, okay, I don't know what I don't know and reaching out for support. So then you can actually attend to whatever that inner blocked love is inside of yourself and continue to move around the the wheel of love, right? So that second point there is like double down on the growth mindset, especially when there is a setback, a challenge, especially when you notice your mind start to spiral into, oh my God, I just repeat patterns all the time. I'm totally doomed, right? That is the point to double down on the growth mindset. And then thirdly, recognize that there might be something that's going on in the deeper part of your mind. So to keep that fire of uh, hope alive in your heart, attend to what might be operating at that unconscious level, right? If there are particular, um, you know, roadblocks that you come up against, you know, in the dating process, or if there's particular roadblocks that just keep coming up again and again within your relationship, invitation is to drop down into that uh, part of the iceberg, so to speak, which is underneath the surface and attend to what is going on there. What's actually inhibiting you internally? Like what is the inner barrier for you being able to move into your growth zone there? Even ancient fears, right? Like fears that you might have picked up from childhood or even brought into this lifetime. I work with very magical women. So a lot of the time they're bringing in like past life stuff to clear, which might be real fear around what might happen when they come into a relationship, losing their freedom, losing their independence. So there might be fear there. There also might be a feeling that they're on a deep level, not lovable or not worthy of love. And again, this is happening underneath the surface. Your conscious mind knows that 
this stuff is not true or it's not a real fear or of course you do deserve love. Like your conscious mind knows all of that, but it doesn't matter what's happening in that tip of the iceberg. If you've got a 90% under the surface, which is delivering a contradictory message, ultimately what's happening underneath the surface is going to guide your thoughts, actions and behaviors, right? And so know that you can absolutely go underneath the surface. You can absolutely change all of that. And that's exactly what we do in the Relove program. Please do reach out to me. You can contact me via DM on Instagram. I'm Ezzy Spencer if you're interested in going deeper. And I'd also love to hear from you if you use any of these tips to keep the hope, the fire of hope burning in your heart. I absolutely love to hear from you. And I love to hear if you've got any questions or reflections as well. Thanks for listening and have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Head on over now to ezzyspencer.com to do my free quiz to find out where exactly you're blocked on the relove wheel. And I will email you a free love potion so you can dissolve that block. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm Ezzy Spencer and you'll often find me riffing on my Insta stories about all things love. So please do come and say hi because I love to connect with you. If you are interested in working together, make sure you keep an eye on the emails for the next enrollment of the Relove program, which is a really juicy, delicious group experience where we go into the magical cauldron together, um, building a beautiful foundation of self-worth and welcoming in real love. You can also drop me a note on the contact form over at ezyspencer.com if you're interested in private work as well. Thank you so much for being here. I wish you all the love.